valley between three sizable mountains and innumerable hills and shelves and finger hollows that ribboned out from the valley floor like veins. We had not visited Pops since Josh was born three years before, and as we came over the last hill down into Medgar on that Saturday, the citizens stared at us like they were watching color TV for the first time. A fat woman in red stretch pants dragging a screaming child stopped suddenly. The child jounced into her back. Two men in eager discussion over an open car hood turned in silence, hands on hips. Booth four at Biddle's Gas and Grub immediately discontinued their debate about proper planting cycles and launched wild speculation about the origin and destination of the blue station wagon with suitcases and a bike bundled onto the luggage rack. People just didn't move into eastern Kentucky back then. 22 Chiseled Street sat straight and firm behind the faded white fence that aproned its quarter acre. The front porch was wide and friendly, with an old swing bench at one end, a green wicker sofa and chairs at the other. The house was a three-bedroom southern Cape Cod with white pillars on the porch, double dormers jutting out of the roof like eyes. One broken blind closed in a perpetual wink. The yard was trim and perfect. We drew up in the wagon, a thin smile on my mother's face for the first time in months. My father touched her arm gently to tell her she was home. Pops had been vigiling on the wicker sofa, chewing the end of the long, straight pipe he never lit. He slapped both knees, bellowing an abundant laugh as he raced down the porch steps before the car was even at a full stop. He reached in the window to unlock the door, opened it as the engine cut off, and pulled Mom out of the front seat into a bracing hug. It's good to have you back home, Annie. She nodded blankly and hugged back. I exited the car with my backpack of essentials. Kevin, I think you've grown six inches in two months, he said, fingering a line from the top of his head to my chin. He bear-hugged me, then gave my shoulder a squeeze. The strength in his grip left me flushed. He spun to Audie Ray, his housekeeper of 37 years, who had come out to the porch. It's about time we had some life in this old house. The conversation has been wearing thin lately. He turned back to me and winked. She dismissed him with a wave, swept down the steps and over to the car. Audie Ray Henderson was five feet four and fireplug solid her face furrowed with wise creases and unmissing eyes that burned brightly from her dark features. She reached up and placed a hand on each of Mom's shoulders and held her at arm's length as if to verify authenticity. My father came around to the passenger side and stood until Pops acknowledged him. Edward, how are you? Pops asked. They shook stiff hands. The inside of Pop's chiseled street home was sparkling clean, Audie Ray saw to that, but to me it smelled old and empty. In the living room, two matching wing chairs with eagle claw feet and brass buttons tacked down the front faced a worn light blue sofa with doilied arms. Three of my mother's paintings hung over it, a man canoeing on a river, wild horses splitting a canyon, the chiseled street house sometime in the sixties. The room was alien and unused, 
but anything was better than the throttling silence of our house in Red Hill. Audie Ray led me up to the spare bedroom. Bet you're glad to be done with freshman year, she said, helping the bag onto the bed. I grunted and slumped next to the suitcase. High school, my laws. I remember when you was no bigger than my knee, and now you're taller than your pops. I was silent, examining the way my interlocking fingers roofed my thumbs. She came over and sat next to me. Kevin, you and your mom been through a bad thing, about as bad as life gets. I know it's going to take a while for her and you to heal. He blames me, you know. Says it was all my fault. She let out a long, slow breath. A tear dropped down and splashed my hand. What happened wasn't your fault, child, she said softly. But if I... The sadness and choking anger.